Hi there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a business podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, and I'm a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business. I've been in the event industry and am wildly passionate about education for small businesses and teaching others through the mistakes we've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, welcome into the Render Podcast. We are talking about another one of our core values today, and I'm excited to have Kaylee back and talking about it with me. Kaylee has been on my team for two and a half years and is such an incredible, essential person on my team. And so I'm excited to have her talking about this core value. We're going to be talking all about servant leadership. And so I thought none other than Kaylee to join me in on it. So Kaylee, will you tell a little bit about yourself to our listeners, who you are, what you do, and maybe something that you love about the position you're in? Yeah. Hey, I am Kaylee Goodall. I am the Chief Creative Officer at Beautiful Event Rentals, and I really love just being able to be a part of the leadership team and be a part of just building on to the Beautiful Event Rentals team. Um, I love connecting with people, and I love that I get to do that with my coworkers and with Cam, and so I'm really excited to talk to you guys about servant leadership today. Cam. Awesome. Well, let's just dive in. I'm going to start by reading our core value that talks about servant leadership, and then we're just going to have some natural conversation about what that means to us and break apart that core value a little bit further. So here it is. We are servant leaders. We are giving. We believe to whom much is given, much is expected. We believe in showing up for others with our hands, our hearts, and our finances. So there you have it. That's the core value. So let's just talk about it a little bit. So servant leadership is really more about being humble than it is about, you know, pumping your chest and saying, I'm the leader or I'm the boss. And so let's break it apart a little bit and talk about maybe what we think about servant leadership and why it's important to us. Because I think some people might think, you know, leadership is great and all, but what does servant leadership really mean? And from my perspective, it really means being humble and leaning in as a leader versus just saying, hey, I'm the boss or hey, I'm the owner or founder of the company and, you know, I know everything and, you know, follow my lead. And so I think it's really about leaning in, being humble and really, you know, working really well alongside of your team. And not feeling like you're the top or the best one out of everyone. And so I just think it's super important to talk about the servant leadership side of things instead of this movement of, you know, boss babe or here I am, you know, hear my roar. I'm so great as a leader. Being on the leadership team of Beautiful Vet Reynolds, what is your take on that? Yeah, um, I think it's like I love what you said about just seeing leadership as an opportunity to serve people to serve others and I think one thing that uh, is so important is like you said humbling yourself and flipping the kind of viewpoint on its head and like if you um, think about it most bosses or leaders are striving to be on top like they want everyone to think about them they want to be top of mind of the company and to literally be the hierarchy of the company Whereas if you're a servant leader, you are at the bottom and you are looking at your clients, you're looking at their needs, 
you're looking at um, people who are interacting with your organization, thinking about your team first before you even think about yourself. And so a really practical way of doing that on a day-to-day basis is just simply like looking out and checking on other people. So just coming in to work and thinking about, okay, how can I check in with this person today? Or how can I lend a hand to this person today? I may have a ton of things on my to-do list, but those can wait until I check in with everyone and kind of see where I can lend a helping hand. Um, And one quote that I love by John Quincy Adams is, if your actions inspire people to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. So that in itself is, you know, you being a leader, even if you're not on the leadership team at a company, or you are not the CEO or whatever, or even if you're just by yourself doing the work of, you know, a company, if you're a solo entrepreneur, you are causing other people to um, dream more and learn more and to do more than you are a leader in and of itself. Right. I love that when we went to the Rise Business Conference in 2019, um, which is Rachel Hollis's business conference, there was a guy named Chris Hogan from the Ramsey Network. He had come and talked to us on the third day, the final day, about servant leadership. And I love that he was talking about that sometimes there are some myths around leadership and how leadership is determined by title or rank. And that's not necessarily true. If you're not a CEO or CCO like Kaylee or or have a specific title, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not a leader. If you're not specifically on a leadership team, that doesn't make you un unleadered or, you know, not having that position. Also, positional power doesn't make you a leader. It makes you a boss. And so if you do put yourself at the very top and say, you know, this is how it's done and and not pay attention to the leaders on your team or other people on your team, then that's more of a boss than a leader. And then leadership is only for a select few. That's such a myth and such a lie because I think anybody can be a leader. Gosh, you could be a janitor at a school and still be a leader. Like I think leadership is for everyone. You might not feel like you're a leader, but your influence of how you show up and how you hold yourself is being a leader. And so I think it's important that like you were saying, Kaylee, it's not about you being a leadership team or having a specific title at the company. You can be a leader right where you're at, and it doesn't really matter what your title is at the company. So I think that's important to know. Yeah, I think also on that note of just seeing yourself as a leader, like you measure your success by growth and development. And I know that you talked about this in the last episode of just like having a growth mindset and just seeing like measuring you, your employees or measuring your coworkers or measuring yourself even of just, hey, I am looking at my results, um, but I'm seeing I'm growing and I'm getting better and I'm developing as the creative officer or I'm developing as a leader on the team. And so just like thinking about it in that way. Of it's it's not just how you lead people and how you show up for people, but it's also just your mindset on how um, you're growing and how you're developing as a person and as an employee. Right, right. I think that's so important. And how growth isn't just for the leader. It's for everyone. You can always continue being a better version of yourself 
Um, I like that when you said earlier, leadership is about showing up for others. There is a guy named Brendan Bruchard, who I'm a huge fan of, and he does a lot of personal development stuff. And he talks about when he shows up at work or shows up at home every single day, before he walks through the, through the door, he reminds himself and asks, asks himself the question, who do I need to be in this moment for the people I'm about to interact with? And so when you're showing up at work or showing up at home or wherever you're going, asking yourself, okay, who's on the other side of the store and who do I need to be for that person? So for him, for an example, he talks about for his wife who stays home all day while she might need someone to lean on when he walks through that door or she might need a little break from taking care of kids or dishes. And so he needs to be a helper in that moment. And so Even when you go into the office, you might be thinking, hey, I'm showing up and I know that these three people are already at work. What are they going through? Who are they? And what do they need from me right now before I'm concerned with my own agenda and what I need to get done today? Because little things, little to-dos can wait because the people who are in your life, the people who are on your team are so much more important than, you know, a little task here or taking out the trash or responding to an email immediately. So I think it's important to maybe ask yourself that question. I'm about to walk into work or I'm about to do this thing. Who do I need to be for the people I'm about to interact with? I think it's so cool. It's a different way of of thinking of things versus, you know, showing up and saying, all right, here I am. But instead, showing up and saying, here you are, what do you need from me? Yeah, that's so good. It's giving instead of taking. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. All right, let's um, go into the core value and talk a little bit about that. So the first line, it says, we are giving. We are giving. And in the end of it, it talks about different ways we give with our hands and our hearts and our finances. And so some of of that that we do when we give is financially and with our product. And so you might know that we own a rental company. And so we have lounge furniture and we have different things that we offer up that we also give financially sometimes as well. And so we are giving and thinking, you know, how can we show up well for these other companies or these other communities and really serve them and really come alongside of them to execute their vision or their plan. And so we like to do that a few times a year and for some specific projects that we really have a heart for. And so that's one of the ways that we um, specifically give towards others um, in our in our core value. Yeah. And we give our time. Um, one thing that we started doing this year is each quarter we will go and one of the full-time employees on our team will pick a passion project or pick a organization that they love and will go serve together as a team. And so we're just as a team going out and choosing to live out this core value of being servant leaders in our community, not just in our in the company and not just in our personal lives, but together as a team. Right. Unfortunately, we can't do that right now, but... <laughs> Soon, very soon, we will be giving of our time (laughs) when it's safe to do so. The next line, it says, we believe to whom much is given, much is expected. 
And this comes a little bit from our faith um, and that we believe that we've been given so much. We've been given second life. We've been given, you know, the ability to live in America and we've been given so much in this lifetime and we want to give that back and we want to really lean in and serve not only our team, but our community as well. And so I think it's so important to know that we are extremely blessed as people um, who live where we live and do the work that we do. I mean, just to even own a business is incredible. And um, it's something that not everybody has access to do. And so I think it's important to know that, you know, we've been given so much in this lifetime. So how on earth can we give that back as much as possible? And there is a quote by Martin Luther King Jr. And it says, life's most urgent question is what are you doing for others? And I think that's so important because he doesn't say, hey, it's a question. He doesn't say, hey, you might just think about this thought. It says life's most urgent question is what can you be doing for others? And I think that's so incredible to think about because in a world that says all about me, 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 or look at me, look at what I've done, it's giving back and it's saying, hey, I'm blessed over here or, you know, I've got something going, but what can I do for you? What can I pour into for you instead of looking at me and and tooting my own horn? And so I think it's so important to not miss his words. Life's most urgent question is what can you do for, for others? And that's meaning in multiple different avenues. It's what can I do for you here in my team? What can I do for you Um, as my spouse at home? Or what can I do to give back financially or with my time? And so I think it's important to know that it's not just a silly question. It's not just a thought, but it's an urgent, very important question about how you're giving back and how you're utilizing your time. And so we like to do that as a company and, and keep that top of mind. What are your thoughts around that quote? Do you have anything that you may take away from life's most urgent question is what can you do for your others? Yeah, I think it all goes back to what you talked about earlier of just being humble and just humbling yourself. And um, again, like that's the whole point of servant leadership is just to look at others and kind of put yourself on the back burner. And me as a person, um, I think it's, it's so important to just put others first and to celebrate people and to celebrate what they're doing. And I love to celebrate and I'm really excited about our next episode to get to talk about choosing joy. Um, but I think it's, it's just at the end of your life, like, what do you want to be remembered about you? Do you want people to say like, Oh wow, their company was so great. And they did, they delivered all these wonderful pieces of furniture and they had all this great stuff or they were so creative and they created like masterpiece or do you want people to remember, wow, that person always showed up for me. That person always cared about me. That person always thought about me before they thought about themselves. And they genuinely really cared about other people and they really, their business really showed up for people when they needed them to, or their business was very giving or whatever that looks like for you. Um, I like to think about that just because it helps shape my days and my seasons just to remind me of, okay, what am I doing right now that will ultimately help someone else? And just shaping the perspective of like the lifetime um, really gives me perspective on what I'm doing in the now to help further other people's future. 
Hey there, just popping in real quick. Have you wondered at all during this episode or any of our other core value episodes asking yourself, how do I get some core values without just copying what they are doing? Well, good news. I have a course. It's an e-course for you on how to build your core values for you personally or for your business. We have it priced at $97, but as our listeners here on the podcast, I'm giving you a discount code of $20 off, which makes it $77 to build your core values. It's a three series course. You also get access to our mini course community on Facebook, where you can meet other students of some of our other courses. You can use that discount code of the render podcast. We will put the discount and the link to go do that in the show notes. So we'll see you there. All right, back to the show. Right. I think that's really important to remember. Well, the next line, it says, we believe in showing up for others with our hands, our hearts, and our finances. We've talked a little bit about this tangibly. What do we do to do that? We give back with our time, which is with our hands. We are physically going out and doing something, um, whether it be volunteering at what we've done in the past, which is Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving meal prep and putting together meals for some homeless people here in Dallas. And so we physically do that with our hands. We give back that way. We also, with our hearts, we give back with our inventory. What do we have that we can graciously and generously give towards organizations or events or um, funds to help here in our city, here locally? And then financially wise, we do give back finances every single year to a handful of different organizations that we really feel passionately about. And so we give back in all three of those ways in three different types of ways. And so that might not look the same for you who's listening to this episode. It might look a little different than that. It might look like um, something else that's that's more in line with what you do. And so that is good and that is okay. And so figuring out what does that look like for you? What type of business do you own or work for? Or what do you do on your daily life that can maybe come alongside yeah, one of those ideas? Gifts of like, I love creativity. I feel like I have been given the gift of creativity. And so just coming and showing up with, okay, I have this idea and um, I don't, you know, it's not a tangible product. It's not money or it's not necessary. I mean, it is my time, but um, showing up for my community and just coming up with creative ideas or um, right now in this season, we've been trying really hard to um, serve people through content and coming up with creative content ideas that we can um, help aid. So like last week, we did a kind of like a refreshing your space because we know everyone's at home and um, I'm really tired of my home. And so just coming up with ways to reinvent it. And I thought, wow, okay, well, maybe this would be helpful for someone else. And so just putting that out there and just offering up just things and your talents and your gifts to uh, serve other people is a blessing. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know that we've talked about a core value, but I think it's important to talk about maybe some physical things that we can actually do for leadership. So let's take it a little bit deeper and talk more about some action items. What are some things that you can do on a daily basis instead of just talking high level? What do you think? Is that a good thing to do? All right. 
Well, I'm going to take a couple things that we learned from Rise Business and we can expand on them and give some other examples as well. So these are some ideas that Chris Hogan from the Ramsey Network that we talked about earlier came up with. And so we want to share those with you because I think they're really, really great. So the first one I want to talk about is listening, like actively listening instead of just listening to be nice. There was someone else who talked at the conference who has a book called Management Mess or Manage Mess or something like that. In it, it was talking about, you know, listening without any agenda. So sometimes I know that I can get into this. I will listen to something, maybe, you know, my husband or something, and I have a certain amount of time that I think he should be talking, or I have a certain amount of time that I think they need to prove their point or say whatever they're saying, and then it's time for me to interact or or me to interject. And honestly, it's really rude of me to do that. And I think it's important to really listen in and listen to every word that they're saying versus just listening to be nice. And so actively listening and then having conversation around whatever it is that is on their thoughts and on their mind. In tangent with that, asking questions to further maybe their thoughts so you can understand further. We have had a lot of our team members on our team for many years. And so, you know, we are a family and there's things that we all deal with. And, you know, when someone is struggling or someone's having a bad day, actively listening without dismissing them is so important. Man, everybody has something they're dealing with, whether it be big or small. And so listening is so important. I think if you do anything differently after this episode, if you just listen and really take in what they're saying without interrupting, gosh, that would be a game changer. And maybe you are a great listener. So if you are, disregard what I said. (laughs) But I think really listening and really asking questions to help understand further so that you can actually support that person exactly how they need you to support them. Um, Asking the question, how are you? which is like, actually, how are you? Instead of just the, you know, how's it going? Or how are you today? With the expectations that they're just going to say, yeah, I'm good. Like, how are you really? Um, What are you working on right now? What is something that I can support you in? So asking those open-ended questions that's not necessarily, you know, oh, yep, I'm doing good. Like actually having conversation with people goes a really long way formulating what you were going to say next while you're listening to them and thinking about like oh this I want to talk about this or like like I like what you said about really being intentional and thinking um and actively listening to what they're saying instead of just you may not interrupt and you may not interject but your mind is somewhere else and so just constantly bringing your mind back to focusing on what they're saying is so important because that's what active listening really is Right. And it's so hard. I can tell you it's so hard. Uh, My mind is always going half because I'm a woman and half because that's just who I am. And so it, it is hard. It's a tough thing to just listen without thinking about what your next point is going to be. Gosh, I don't know why it is. It's kind of silly that that's so hard to do. But it is. And once you start actually consciously thinking, well, am I being actively listening here? 
or am I thinking about my own agenda of what I want to say? Like sometimes I think people ask, how are you? They're expecting a good and then for them to ask you back so that you can tell them what it is that you want to say. I know that I have done that before and I'm sure everybody has. Not thinking about your own agenda 100% of the time. Yes, there's a time and place that maybe you need to share something uh, because you need some support or, you know, something's going on. But most of the time, just listen. Actively listen. What are some other action items that maybe you think of, Kaylee? I talked about this a little bit earlier, but celebrating others. Just like finding out what people are excited about or just we we did this at the beginning of um, having employees or camp set this up. And then we recently just um, started a new one. But we have a survey that we send out to everybody on the team that talks about like who's in their family and do they have kids or um, like general information. And then it goes deeper into like their favorite things of like their favorite soda and their favorite place to eat and how they like learning best. And um like what they enjoy the most, like if they were given $10 or if they were given, would they want that in a gift card or would they want like a small gift or food? And most of the guys want food, but all the girls are like, oh, Target gift card. Yes, please. And so I just love finding out what people love and are excited about and um, just finding ways to drop that in to make people feel known. And I think as a leader and even as just a person or a friend or a coworker, um, finding ways to make people feel known is is so valuable because it's when people feel known is when people show up best. Like it's, we kind of talked about this in the community oriented episode, but um, just think about if you were on a team, you've probably been on a team before where you weren't really known. Um, nobody really interacted at work. You showed up you did your work and maybe you liked your work. Maybe you were excited about it, but you just spent most of your day at your desk, not interacting with anyone. Likely that's not a place that you want to spend your time. As soon as four o'clock or five o'clock, whatever time you leave work ends, like you're out of there, you're gone, you're moving on to the next thing. And then you're kind of dreading the next day going back to work. Well, what if you worked in an environment that was community oriented, that was team oriented and your boss or better yet, your leader checked in on how you were doing. Your coworkers lended a helping hand to kind of help you with a project you were working on, and it was a collaborative environment. And your work and things in your life were celebrated. How much more would you want to work there? I know I would want to work there. I know that I get the privilege to work at a place like that because we've set that up um, and we've been intentional about creating that. But that's a place that people want to work. And that's a place where people are working better and harder because they feel a sense of ownership because they know that they're taken care of and that they know that they're known. And so it's like, oh, I get so excited about stuff like that because that's what makes people enjoy their jobs. And that's what makes people enjoy work. And I um, did some math. I hate math, but I did some math. And um, I calculated, so roughly you spend about 40 hours at work. Maybe you spend more than that. Um, You should go listen to our work hard, live well episode, if so. Um, But that's roughly about, if you work 48 hours out of the year, that's 1,920 hours. That's a lot of time. And that's a lot of time that you're spending with the people that you work around. And so are you 
investing in those people? Are you getting to know those people? Are you treating those people like your family? Or are you just clocking in and clocking out? Like what, what do you want that to look like? I want to be known by the people that I work with. I want to know the people that I work with. I want to have a sense of joy in the environment that we're in. And so you have the opportunity to create that. Whether you are the receptionist or the CEO, you have the ability to create the environment that you're around just by showing up your best self. Right. Um, I think this goes without saying that your people on your team are not necessarily just your employees, maybe from the IRS side, but on your team, it's your team members. It's your people. It's not just, hey, you're an employee and I'm your boss and here's how it goes, which I think most corporate ladders are like that. But, you know, we're all small business and most of you listening probably are small businesses. And so when you when it comes to the IRS and tax season, yes, they can be your employees or contractors. But regardless, whether they're an employee or a contractor, they are your team. They are your team members. If you are listening to this episode in real time in April of 2019 or 2020, <laughs> gosh, did I just say 2019? <laughs> I sure did. If you're listening to this in April of 2020, then you know that we are all probably staying at home or staying at home as much as possible. And one of the things that I have done tangibly with my team is every single person on my team, whether it be a contractor or an employee, when it comes to technical status, they've received a phone call from me at least every other week just to check in on them just to see how they're doing. We've been quarantined for, what, six weeks now? Five weeks? Right. And that's a long time to go without talking to your people. And so if you are the leader on your team or someone of leadership, and I'm not saying I'm the only one that's done this. Kaylee has even reached out and called a couple people too on the team. And so I think it's so important to talk to your people, even when it seems like it's impossible to, because they need to hear from you. They need to listen and hear from you and know that they are cared about by you. Um, I also think it's important to know that the way that you lean into your team, whether it be like us or like your own way, it doesn't really matter what other people think about that. What it matters is how your team feels. So if your team feels a certain way about something, man, lean into that. But don't be concerned with what Joe Schmo down the street thinks about how you're leading your team because they're not the ones leading your team. They're not the ones that are hearing from your team and pouring into your team. You are. And so if you know your employees and you know the people on your team, gosh, lean into them and see what it is that they need. Because what my team needs might not be the same as what your team needs. So really get to know them. I don't think there's a certain set of rules or ideas or ways to lead a team. Sure, there is many books out there on how to lead a team and they all say something similar and they all have their own ideas around it. But I think the most important thing is look at your team, look at the people who make up your team and see what that looks like to you and to your team. Because like I said, my team, how they need me to show up as their leader doesn't necessarily look like the same thing for you and your team. I think it also goes without saying that you need to create a safe work environment for your team. You need to create a place 
where they can show up authentically as themselves and really lean into that. Um, I think sometimes when you think about the corporate system or maybe a TV show like The Office, sometimes it doesn't feel like it is an open environment to show up authentically as yourself. And so strive to make it as safe of a work environment as possible. And that might look like having some boundaries put up. That might look like having certain team meetings at certain times and having, if you don't do it regularly, but having a set schedule of when you need to check in with your team and do what it takes to set up a safe environment that they feel so comfortable to come in and be authentically as themselves and not be someone at work and someone at home and those two people don't match up. So I think it goes without saying, make it a safe environment. Um, Don't let it come to a point where people come in thinking they can't share something with you or thinking that they can't authentically say something without feeling like they're in the wrong or feeling like their opinion doesn't matter. So if you say, hey, I'm going to check in with you on that in a few days or, you know, let's do it this way and let's have this process or let's do whatever it is that you're doing, follow through with what you say. Follow through with saying, hey, this is what's going to happen and this is what I'm going to do. Don't just expect it to be you know, laid off to somebody else on your team because you can't get to it. So I do know that there is busy seasons that come up and sometimes you get overcommitted. I do so myself. But as much as humanly possible, follow through with what you say you're going to do um, and recognize as a leader, that. You, so, know, you set the standard for what happens in your company and what happens in your organization. And so when if you expect someone to follow up with you on a project or something, you have to do that yourself. And if you expect just anything, you have to do that first. And you have to be the first one to step into that, to make that habit and to create that set of structure or safe place that you're talking about, Cam. And so um, one thing that Chris said that I think is so good and it really shaped, kind of like shook my world almost of expectation without communication is just a thought. And so a lot of times we have these expectations that we have in our head of like, oh, I expect this to be done this way or I expect to have this project done by this point or even at home, like I expect the house to look this way. And if I never communicate that expectation, then that has just been a thought in my head. And a lot of times, a lot of frustration and a lot of pain points can arise by not communicating your expectation. And so um, just I would be aware of if there are things that you are constantly frustrated about that are popping up that nobody else seems to be frustrated about, you probably have a thought that you haven't shared with the rest of the team. And so um, if you want your team to be authentic and if you want your team to show up and have this safe space, you have to show up and do the same for them. And you have to share sometimes those hard conversations um, and expectations with them as well. Right. I think that's so important. One more thing to wrap up our podcast episode is I think it's intentional that you're placed as a leader. I don't think it's by mistake. I think that you, wherever you're at, wherever or whenever you're listening to this episode, you are intentionally placed there for a reason. But not only for a reason, but for a why. You are placed as a leader. You have the people on your team 
or you have people who may not be technically on your team, but you have people that are around you for a reason. And then there's purpose behind you being a leader. And so taking that for what it's worth is, you know, something that we need to be intentional about. And so it's by no mistake that you are a leader of your team. And I hope that you can take some of the things that we've talked about in this episode and apply them to your life and apply them to your team because your team will thank you so much for it later on when it becomes more of a routine. And you'll have team members that stick around for a while. Um, I've heard a quote that says, people don't quit their jobs, they quit their leaders. And so I know that that's true of our business. We've had people quit and it's probably because I wasn't a great leader in that moment or in that time that they were with us. And so it's so important to know that you as a leader either keeps people around or pushes them away. Unfortunately, that's so true. And so just being aware of that and being aware that how we show up as leaders and how we show up for our teams, gosh, makes a huge difference. I know that I would stick around for a while if my leader was so incredible, even if I didn't love the job as much. But I know that if I love my job, but it was incredibly hard to work for someone, gosh, I'd be gone in an instant. People connect with people and you are a person connecting with your team who are also people even if it's virtually. (laughs) There's still people on the other side. So be intentional about it. It is not by mistake that you are a leader where you're at. Any final thoughts from you, Kaylee, before we wrap this up? There's nothing else I can add to that. (laughs) I think you just wrapped it up beautifully. And I, yeah, wow, great. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining in on this conversation, Kaylee, about servant leadership. Not only are you a leader on our team, but you are a servant leader on our team. And I am forever grateful for that. So thanks for joining me here. I appreciate it. All right. Well, well, listeners, we will see you on the next episode where we finalize out our core values. We are going to talk about choosing joy in the next episode. So I hope you join in for that conversation. All right. Have a fantastic week and we'll see you soon. that episode. We talked all about servant leadership and my goodness, there were some great things that, man, I even reminded myself of. So I'm so excited that Kaylee and I got to record that session together. I know that you will be taking some nuggets home and applying those to your own business. So I'm excited to hear all about how you apply servant leadership into your role as a leader. Thanks for joining in. In the next episode, we're going to talk about joy and how we cultivate that as a team. So join us in the next episode. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast. It helps other viewers come and find the podcast and it helps you understand when we're getting another episode and and reminds you that that is live. So please go ahead and subscribe. And if you have found this episode useful, or if you found any other episodes useful, I would love for you to write a review on what you learned and why it might be applicable to others. If you also loved something from this episode, please screenshot it for us and send it over either in a DM on our Instagram or send it over to hello at beautifuleventrentals.com so that we 
can make more free content around that point just for you. Thanks again so much. And don't forget that we will be on our Instagram live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on the Render Podcast Instagram account. All right, listeners, we'll see you in the next episode.